What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a new episode of The Phoenix Down. This is episode 16.0, and we will be playing through Alpha Protocol, a 2010 game developed by Obsidian uh, and published by Sega. And uh, tonight, or whenever you're listening to this, <laughs> uh, I have with me partner in crime, Dr. Matt Quinn. Hello, everybody. And a very special guest, um, a, a person who originally started as a listener to the show and then uh, got hired on ZTGD <laughs> and, and is now joining us. Uh, we have Jay Lee. Yes, I am here. Glad to have you. Thank you for having me, guys. Absolutely. It's, um, it's a pleasure reading all of your content you give us on ZTGD. Ah, it's have, great to uh, work with you guys, too. You have a knack for writing. But, um, yeah, Alpha Protocol. Um, before I jump into the game itself, I do want to mention a few things that's happened in the past week or so. Um, we did get an email from a uh, listener. Uh, we got an email from a guy named Adam. And uh, he said, uh, the first computer game I've ever played was Crash Bandicoot 2. Somehow... Huh? I, I, I don't know. What? Crash Band... The P, the PlayStation 1 game? I think so. Yeah. That was ported to the PC? I don't know. That I, doesn't make any sense. It's a pretty good game. If you got to start somewhere. Yeah. Uh, okay. He says, uh, somehow I also think it's my favorite game of all time. It would be I great... Know, I don't know if I go quite that far, but... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was the first one I ever played. I'd have a little nostalgia for it. He says, uh, it would be great... If you could do this game, or any game from the series, in the PS1 era. Crash Team Racing, or Crash Bash, but 1, 2, or 3 would be the best. It says, I will put up an iTunes review, uh, but it will go up on the NZ iTunes store, so I'm guessing New Zealand. Peace out, Adam, your friend in time, ADZ. Thank you very much, Adam, for the uh, the nice email. And Crash Bandicoot, I will go ahead and be the first to admit I have never played a Crash Bandicoot game. Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, we definitely yeah. should do one then. I hear they're very difficult. Um, I don't. I wouldn't say difficult per se, but they are of the era. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I would say the first one is the most difficult because it has a busted-ass checkpoint system. Okay. But after that, I think they get less annoying and more fun. Okay. Do you know that a lot of people don't even realize that uh, Naughty Dog started out making those Crash Bandicoot games, and they yeah. think, "Wow, they started making Uncharted games." No, they they started back in the PlayStation days. Yeah. And then after that, they made Jack and Daxter. Yep. yep. Which yep. I did play those games. I do like those games. I'd say they're four for four with their series. Yeah, they're, they're all yeah. good. I don't know if The Last of Us will turn into anything that crazy, but have you played Last of Us, Matt? Uh, about half of it. About half of it, yeah. I, uh, it's fantastic so far. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not caring for it too much. You still haven't uh, finished it? No, no, not at all. I've, um, mm -hmm. in fact, I, from what I hear, luckily I haven't had any of this spoiled for me. But from what I understand, uh, you actually go through different seasons. Yes. I haven't even changed the season yet. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you're about like one sixth way through the game. Probably. Um, I just met up with the the crazy guy. We were trying to get a car. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, you're pretty early. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. That gameplay is not grabbing me at all. Uh, I'll play it one day, though. <laughs> all right. But anyway, Alpha Protocol. Um, as I do with every new episode of a game that we do, uh, I like to talk about the history or our history with the game itself. Um and in fact, I, I'll, I'll just go ahead and, and mention my history with the game. Uh, Matt can tell you because he knew me back then. <laughs> I was the biggest hype man you would ever meet for Alpha Protocol. <laughs> I was the favorite flavor flavor of Alpha Protocol. I, I can second that. Yes. I thought it was a fantastic idea. You know, I always said it James Bond, but Mass Effect. That's insane. That sounds awesome. You know, I love James Bond. I love spy films and stuff like that. And, and uh, you know, Mass Effect, fantastic series. And, and you know, they, they, they showed off the dialogue options and they showed off some of the gameplay. It was early and stuff like that. And I was totally on board. And then in 2009, it was supposed to release in October of 2009 was when it was supposed to come out. And um, October 2009 hit and it didn't come out. Nobody said a word. You know, it, they didn't bother to tell anybody that they were going to delay the game. And they delayed it for about six or seven months. I can't really remember, but it came out in... Um, oh, man, I have it pulled up here, and I'm not even looking. Uh, May of 2000... No, it was June 1st of 2010 was when it came out in North America. Mm-hmm. And um, then the uh, the reviews started coming out for it. And I read a lot of those reviews, and a lot of people said, eh, this is kind of a broken game. And I was like, yeah, I better not buy this. So mm-hmm. I went ahead and game flight it because I had a game flight account at the time. And I put probably, as far as we put this whole play session into it, so I'd say probably about maybe four hours, five hours. And did it really only take you four hours? Um, Yeah. Oh man, I don't know Matt, how I'm so slow with this game. You and your just—are you just like <laughs> clicking on everything or something? What are you doing? It took me about seven hours. <laughs> did you jump to different continents, or did you just stay in Moscow the whole time? Uh, I stayed in Moscow. <laughs> seven hours. You've really? got—you've got to understand, Matt. Matt is. I did go searching around in every single room to try and find ammo and okay. all. Okay, meticulous is the word we're looking for, right? I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I did, I did, I did that too. You know, I tried to, I tried yeah, to get exactly. other things. I, I don't think I put an exceptional amount of time into that. So, I, I, but anyway, yeah, this is this this is about as far as I've got. I played it. I experienced uh, what I wanted to, and we will talk about what made me stop playing it. But, needless to say, I wasn't really feeling the game, and I returned it back to GameFly. Um, then about six months ago, our local target was going out of business. And so me and my old roommates went up there and looked at all the video games that they had. And there was Alpha protocol for the PlayStation three for five bucks. And I was like, why the hell not? Okay. And now we're playing it again. That's my history with Alpha <laughs> Protocol. Did you ever touch it after you bought it from Target? No. This no. is the first time I've played it since 2010. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Jay, how about you? 
Well, I... When I first... I didn't really know the game was coming out all that much. I wasn't really happy about it. I didn't really know much about it when I, when I first tried it out. So I basically went into the game kind of blind, not really knowing anything. But at the same time, I read the review scores. But uh, I generally have a principle of uh, not trusting a lot of review scores in general. I just kind of like to play it on my own to see whether or if they're true or not. So I played it, and the first impression was awful. Just, I, I agree. Yeah, this just just got awful. I thought it was a completely broken game that it was unplayable. But after I got the hang of kind of how to work the gameplay system, I started really delving into the the dialogue tree and how the mission uh, selection works between uh, the characters and stuff like that. And I really got involved with uh, how everything worked. Like you know the whole dialogue, uh, the gameplay element to it. How you have only have a certain amount of time to choose everything, your mm-hmm. disposition against characters. I found all those things to be very unique and superior to what are the what all the other games were doing at the time. Like, what what it was Mass Effect two out in two thousand ten? No, right? Mass Effect one was out, right? I, I think. True. Fact check. Sorry about that. Mm. Um, sorry, I was uh I was away from the computer for a minute. Oh, okay. Could you? Could was, you... Yeah, no problem. Uh, was Mass Effect 2 out in 2010 around the time Protocol was out? Um, let me take a look here. Mass Effect 2. Uh, Mass Effect 2 hit in, uh, yes, in fact, um, Mass Effect 2 came out in January of that year. January of that year, right? So basically, I went from playing Mass Effect 2, which was very polished, but at the same time, it has stripped away a lot of the, uh, the elements that made the first one great in its death. And the choices that you can make that have a, that has a lasting appeal, and I missed that in Mass Effect 2. And when I played Alpha Protocol, I felt I felt like this is the game that kind of nailed that aspect of the game. So I played it through. I got to the end, and I really enjoyed it. Uh, and uh, I'm just happy to play again because uh, this is one of my favorite crappy games. Is, is the way I <laughs> <laughs> That's um. So, so this will be the second time you've played it. Um, I I think I beat it twice. Around the time of launch, like wow. first playthrough, kind of blind. Second one, I wanted to try a lot of different things, and that's how I understood how unique and different this game was, and how deep it could be. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's why that uh, it gave me a deep appreciation of all the work that went into creating this game. Okay, well, uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, I I have essentially no history with Alpha Protocol. Uh, the only interaction I've even had with it is you pumping me up for it, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, your description, pretty much, of James Bond meets Mass Effect had me sold on the game. I was like, oh, I, I love Mass Effect. The first one was good. The second one was amazing. And who doesn't like James Bond? Okay. Or the other JBs that they... They throw out <laughs> Apparently, there. they've used for... Sculpting some of these dialogue choices, but basically, I, I, I don't know. The, the idea sounds cool to me. I mean, you don't get too many RPGs, not in a fantasy setting, fantasy or sci-fi setting. Yeah. So uh, it, it was an interesting game. I my anticipation was that it would be kind of dry, because mm. if you didn't play it in a short amount of time, you might lose some of the story threads and then wandering around cities would be less exciting than wandering around enchanted forests. I don't know. Uh, but you know, I didn't, I didn't really think about it or play it at all until I just picked it up a week ago. 
And what version are you playing? Uh, PS3. And Jay? A PC. PC. Because uh, I yeah. also got it for five bucks. I didn't think I'd be able to <laughs> getting it right before we were going to record, but that's that's the used price. So gotcha. that's a great price, five dollars. Damn. Absolutely. Yeah. So but, uh, go ahead. But basically, just be, you built it up for me. Mm-hmm. But then looking at the cover of the box, it says Obsidian. And now, Sega. And these aren't two things that I generally lately equate with amazing polished <laughs> games. So, all right. <laughs> now, I understand um, why you would think that. Because Obsidian, their track record is not the greatest in the world. Um, <laughs> but I will say that their track record is is one that I'm familiar with and I'm okay with. Uh, which Fallout game did the Obsidian guys make? Oh, they made the wonderful Fallout New, New Vegas. Vegas. The New Vegas. Uh, I mean, it was kind of broken, but after all the fixes, I considered it better than Fallout 3 in general, overall, mm-hmm. for all the content involved. Well, so here, here's... here's the, it seemed like Obsidian for the longest time was a... kind of like a throwaway company. The B-Squad. Hmm. Uh, yeah, because they would do, you know, Knights of the Old Republic 2. And then they do Neverwinter Nights 2. And then they finally came out and did Alpha Protocol. And everybody was like, oh, well, that's kind of broken. Then they did Fallout New Vegas, which originally I reviewed Fallout New Vegas for ZTGD. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God, this is just a big mixed bag of crap. Um, and everybody was like, oh, they're a piece of crap. You know, they were like, oh, it's, these guys these guys don't know what the hell they're doing when making a game. But then a year later, they made Dungeon's Siege 3, and I absolutely love Dungeon's Siege 3. Oh? Yeah. I oh. loved that game. I thought it was fantastic. Uh, and once again, they're still coming out with South Park. Oh, that's Obsidian, huh? Yes. They are okay. making South Park the stick of truth. That would, that would explain the unexplained delays. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I get you. Um, but yeah, um, Obsidian, whatever. I mean, they kind of redeemed themselves with uh, with Dungeon Siege Three. I was just thoroughly surprised. But don't get me wrong, there's a lot of Dungeon Siege fans who hate that game. Um, but yeah, uh, Alpha Protocol. Um, we can get into it. It's like, like I said, it's a tactical, or not really a tactical, but a. <laughs> I keep going, I don't know why I want to say tactical, but um, I guess because tactical espionage action. Um, it's a game where it's, it feels like a third-person shooter, and it's in the setting of a third-person shooter, but it is very much a role-playing game. Yes, yes, very much. Um, uh, much like Mass Effect. In fact, it, it, it could be compared to the first Mass Effect, because Mass Effect 1 had the dice rolls uh, with the shooting and stuff like that. And um, Mass Effect It was slower and buggier than... Oh. This is true. Uh, let me ask you guys something. When you first uh, pressed the left trigger to go into aiming and you saw the reticle, what did you think? The, the reticle being about, you know, third, third of the, the screen size. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good... I, this time around, I knew what I was getting into. Okay. Um, but the first time... Like back in 2010, I was like, "How the fuck am I supposed to aim this damn thing?" Well, I immediately saw the like the crosshairs closing in, so I'm like, "Oh, this is 
standard. The longer I sit here, the more accurate I'll be. Yeah. Right, right. But uh, I think when people go into a third-person, or rather, if they see a third-person camera view, they expect that little, very tiny little crosshair and the bullets yeah. to go exactly pinpoint to the direction where they're shooting, whether they're moving or doing a backflip or whatever. <laughs> and So that's kind of the expectations that the, the modern gamer has for these kind of things. And Alpha Protocol isn't built that way. It, it was not meant to be played that way. And I think that's one of the biggest points where people kind of fell apart from this game, where they went in with that expectations and realized they just can't play that way and yeah. succeed. It's um. So how much of that is on Obsidian, though? Because the front of the box says Espionage RPG, right? I mean, it, it probably isn't a lot on Obsidian. But don't get me wrong... Now, I'm 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 not going to say that the the aiming is what's broken about this game. There's plenty of things that are broken with this game. Um and I think partially of it is due to the AI. Mm, yeah. Because the AI is just the AI can't figure out if they want to bum rush you or just stay back. And so they just keep running back and forth and you don't know what the hell they're doing. But it it works for them because you're like, I don't know if I should shoot them or try and punch them. And you just you're in this like clusterfuck of nobody knows what the hell to do. So it's God. It's so annoying. It seems like every time a guy gets up to me and punches me, for some reason the camera decides I'm gonna go behind this fucking wall, to where you can't see shit. Yeah, I had a lot of problems with the camera. <laughs> Dynamic camera angles. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. right behind my head. That's a great one. You, you know, I like to see the back of my head. I figured out what the what the problem with the camera is is that the camera is not used to move. The camera is used to look, because if you notice in some uh, most third-person um, shooters and stuff like that in action games, when you move the camera and you're walking forward, your character turns the way you move in your camera. This game, your character keeps walking forward, and if you turn the camera, he's just going to keep walking to the left or to the right, depending on where you turn the camera. Hmm. I actually didn't notice that. That's interesting. Yeah, the camera is more of a a viewpoint than it is a way to move your character. Hmm. And so that gets on my nerves because I'm so used to a, you know, if I want to turn right, I move the camera. I don't move the left stick to turn right. But wouldn't that just be a matter of what you're used to compared to what's in the game? It's not necessarily better if you have to turn the camera to turn left instead of pushing forward and then tilting the, the left stick to the left or right, isn't it? I mean, this is true. I think it, it, it's a combination of of what I expect mm. and what the developers intended. I think it, it, it feels like you know they, they had their set way of making it, this game. And you have to, it's, it's a lot like how I explain Dead Rising to people. You have to play the game the way the developers wanted you to play it, rather than playing it the way you wanted to play it. So it's it's it, it, I mean you know it's a totally different concept from Dead, Dead Rising, but it has the same kind of feel to it. There's there's a set of rules. This game was made a certain way, and you have to play it that way. You can't play it how you want to do it or how you've been conditioned to play games. I understand. I mean, that, that doesn't automatically sound like a negative, though. It's not. You know, it's just something you have to get used to. Yes. 
I think uh, when one game just bleeds into another because of all the game mechanics, all the button presses. Like if you if you pick up a first-person shooter and you know which button is going to shoot, you know which button is going to reload, you know which button is going to shuffle through your weapons. When are you eventually going to be playing a different game with a different cover, with a different name, and still be playing the same game with the same controls, with the same objectives? Exactly. So, so I don't I don't mind that they're trying to do something different, but at the same time I understand that uh, it could have been more intuitive. Certainly, I, yeah. I completely agree with that. Mm-hmm. So. Um... As with many RPGs, there's a lot to do with the story. And the story goes, everybody plays as the same guy. There is no, there is somewhat of a character creator, but it's not like you make your guy. Yeah, you change the skin tone and the hairstyle. Yeah. Yes. Um, and your guy is going to be a guy named Michael Thornton. Uh, and uh, the backgrounds... Um, are somewhat important. Um, they they show your starting uh, attributes and skills. Yes. And um, I like that they let you play a little bit before you have to choose, like a class. Yeah. Yeah. So you can kind of see how you want to play the game. So let's just go ahead and just mention what we chose, Matt. I have a feeling I know what you're <laughs> talking about. So who did, who did you go with? Uh, clearly commando or whatever. <laughs> assault. Assault. Full I th- on I, assault. I believe it's just soldier. Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Jay, how about you? I went freelancer. Mm. I just picked my own skills. I got you. Though I'm excited. Like this game, you know, I'll, I'll just say that I picked soldier because I I tried to sneak around a little bit and people kept hearing me, and I just said, well, if I gotta shoot him anyways, I might as well be good at it. Yeah. However, on a second playthrough, I think this game, I would be I would be interested to play through this already a second time, just to see how different it could be, if I went stealth and if I changed up everything about the game. Uh, do you, what do you mean by different? Uh, the way you approach a mission or the way people kind of respond to the way you act? Yes. Both. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The the second one. Yeah. People act very very differently. If you're the kind of person that takes people out uh, in a non-lethal manner or does things very stealthily, they'll mention it every time, and they have a different disposition on how you handle yourself. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. and it, it, they actually mentioned that in the uh, the debriefings at the end of a mission. You know, you can scroll down and read how you did stuff. Yes, it's meticulous. It's like almost to a T. Yeah. How they how they describe everything and you can tell exactly where you did something different and where somebody could have done something completely different. Yeah. Um and I went spy. I um just went like a or or, or covert op guy. Um and uh, specialize in uh, CQC pistols and um stealth. Nice. Um I, I was thinking about doing the Recruit, just oh, for yeah. No, no. I, I know, I know, I know. Or <laughs> okay. you start with no skill points. Yeah, don't do that. But I was thinking, I was like, you know, I kind of want to beat this game, so mm. I will just go ahead and give me some skill points. But I was thinking, he's like, you know, that might like offer a nice angle, and I, I'd be like the only angle it will offer is frustration. Yes, exactly. So I mean, trust That'd me, that'd be I'm a fun good. second, a second playthrough, maybe a third playthrough. Um. 
that and also they'll they'll look down on you personally because you have no real reputation, you have no experience. So people will constantly mention that you're a rookie, you're a recruit. So they won't trust you as easily as well. Uh-huh. That also plays into the story of how things play out because of the fact that you're just a recruit and nothing else. Right. Hmm. Damn, that's interesting. I know. Yeah, Wow. Okay, that's nuts. All right. So well, on um, paper, but again, on paper, this game sounds awesome. Exactly. I mean, that's the thing. Is was, was when how you describe it. It's great. When you play it, it's <laughs> less less than amazing. Yeah. It's it's like, you know, Matt. Me and you, we played through some co-op in Resident Evil Six. Yep. That game's pretty awesome, but it plays kind of shitty. Yep. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing. I just so I mean. I, uh, there was so and it, uh, like to this day, I was so hyped for this game, and I was just so excited. And and at the end of the year, whenever we did our Game of the Year awards, it got my most disappointing game. <laughs> Resident Evil Six? No, no, no. Uh, Alpha Protocol. Alpha Protocol. Uh. <laughs> Two thousand ten. <laughs> uh, that and I believe Dark Void. Oh yeah. man. Got a most disappointing. Uh, it had jetpacks though. It had a cool jetpack. It did have jetpacks, uh, and it had Bear McQuarrie. Crimson Skies. Oh, God, fucking Crimson Skies. <laughs> Speaking of old game club games, that fucking game. But <laughs> I fucking hate Crimson Skies. Um, but yeah, let's let's just go ahead and get into some of the story. You, you wake up, Michael wakes up, um, in what looks like a, a medical or an examination room or an operating room, and um, he's been drugged, obviously. And he's being instructed to, by somebody he doesn't know who it is. Or yeah, he does know who it is. She mentions it, and then she tests to see if you remember her fucking name. Yeah. Um, Ming. Mina. Oh, Mina? Mina? Yeah. You just got minus one reputation yeah. point. Son of a not, bitch. Not Ming the Merciless here. Damn it. I totally got that wrong. <laughs> but I got it right in the game, I swear to God. Uh, and I think I just guessed at some of this shit. So, I, but before we get into the story, there is one other mechanic I have to mention, and it's part of the dialogue. But it's something that I'd like to mention because there is a game out there that gets so much praise for what it does, and that game's called The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And as and as we've talked about it on the show before uh, with uh, Mackie uh, talking about Heavy Rain, he says that a lot of The Walking Dead has to thank Heavy Rain for giving it influence. Well, I have to say that The Walking Dead has to thank Alpha Protocol for giving the influence of, you've got two seconds to choose these fucking dialogue choices, (laughs) and if you don't, you're fucked. And it's not two seconds after they finish talking. It's It's two seconds while they're they're fucking talking. And it's just like, I don't know what to choose. Should I just be an asshole? So it's, it's one of those... Frantic moments, but that's one of the it's one of the brilliant parts of the game. Is is all right. Yeah, you, don't, you don't know how to approach it. You don't want to piss somebody off. You yeah. know you want to keep improving your rapport with them. Got to get them plus ones. Exactly. And so I wish they would give it a numerical value, though. Yeah. It feels so artificial. Like, oh, you uh, like me? No, you don't like me. We got to plus four. Yeah. <laughs> Me well, no we're, not, we're not friends. We got to plus eight. Well, it, well, it is still a video game, you know. You gotta, you gotta put I mean, the. A value you don't have to make it so blatantly numerical. It's, it's an RPG too, so you gotta have it numerical. Stat yeah. tracking, dude. <laughs> plus, plus. 
<laughs> but uh, it's ahead. actually not always better to have people like you. Sometimes it's more beneficial to have them hate your gut. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. If some yeah. If some people don't like you, they'll try to get at you in some ways, and you can kind of claim self-defense wherein you could not have assaulted them earlier and such. So it's not always good to have. Why would you want your worst enemy to like you? Yeah. You know what I mean? If he hates you, then he'll act illogically trying to kill you or do something to kind of get back at you. So there's a lot of things where you can kind of go to the negatives and then go to the positives too. So it's not just kind of black and white in that aspect. If and, I'm a rogue agent, I kill him and say it was self-defense anyways. <laughs> and the biggest thing is you don't know who your enemy or your friend is in this game. That's right. Yes. At this right. point, I don't know who the hell is going to backstab me. Because I yeah, know exactly. it's coming. I know yeah, it's, it's coming. coming. Mm-hmm. And the bad thing is I'm trying to ally with everybody. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I've got so many fucking mercenaries on my side. I'm like, these fuckers are just waiting for me to turn my back. So <laughs> we'll find out. It's going to get interesting. I like, And I love this about this game. It's, it's, the most, it's the best part of this fucking game. But it's just, oh, combat. Well, the the espionage and the espionage RPG really fits the title well in this game. Uh, yeah. But yeah, like you said, the, the combat and actually stealth and those things uh, kind of get in the way of the enjoyment overall. Yeah. I mean, it's really just polish that's the problem, right? I, I think so. Polish and mm-hmm. and and the the AI is just god awful in this game. Um. And I think they could have done a little bit something with the boss fights because holy shit, come on! <laughs> I mean, the boss fights—it's like it's like Deus Ex Human Revolution boss fights, where they yeah. they they feel completely out of place. You know, I just but we'll, we'll get into that. We need to we need to move the story along okay. a little bit. Um, we can talk about what we didn't like in them a little bit, but um, uh, so yeah, Thornton um goes through this kind of like a training exercise in the Alpha Protocol headquarters. Um, he meets a few people, meets um, uh, Darcy. Yes. can't remember what his first name is. John Darcy? It doesn't matter. It's Darcy. It's like Jefferson Darcy. There, okay. how about that? If anybody has watched Married with Children. Um, but yeah, Darcy, he's kind of like the tech expert. Um, knows a lot about gadgets and things like that. And he is also one of those guys who really likes a smarmy asshole. So, um, and, and you'll, you'll find out that there's, there's the three dialogue choices where it's basically suave or James Bondish, uh, professional, which is more like Jason Bourne. And, uh, the other, uh, JB would be Jack Bauer, which is all about <laughs> intimidation and being pissed off all the time. So, um, when I first started playing this game in, in, in this playthrough that we're doing, I was like, you know, I always love to be a casual, suave James Bond type. <laughs> and so I started doing that. And then I started noticing people really fucking hate that. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, maybe I shouldn't do that. So now I'm just trying to guess what people like. And if I see points go up, I'm like, okay, keep going that way. Yeah. Uh, so. Have you read the, the dossiers that's associated to the people? I've read some of them, yes. And in fact, I've even purchased some. Yes. Uh, and it it seems like some of them help me. Mm-hmm. But then some of them are like, 
oh, he, like, we'll get into it in the Moscow, but it was like, oh, he likes a, a, a straightforward guy. And then I started being straightforward with the guy, and it was like he wasn't listening. And so I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? And I, I was thinking, maybe I'm just not reading this right. But, um, but yeah, um, let's go back to uh, Darcy um, and Westridge, which is the kind of like the captain of Alpha Protocol. I don't really know what his actual title is. Um, and uh, you go through a few training exercises to see how you match up and stuff like that. And then you get to choose your class, finally. How'd you do on those training exercises? Uh, apparently aced them. Nice. Nice. Um, I, I messed up on the sneaking one because I got caught once, but um, it wasn't too bad. Um, after you ace a particular course, they offer you a side mission. Did you guys do those too? I did the one with Darcy mm-hmm. uh, where I had to uh, use gadgets to stop guys or hold off waves of guys. Um, I did not do the – I did the weapons one, which – who was the weapons one? Who, who Mina. Was, Mina was over that yeah. one. Mm-hmm. And then the other guy, which we, I haven't seen much of since I left at the Alpha. The guy who hates you? Well, he doesn't really hate me as long as I act professional. <laughs> so um, uh, I can't even remember what that guy's name was. The older guy with the glasses. Parker, maybe? Parker? Maybe. Could have been. Right. It, it could have been. Okay. Um, but I, I did not do – I did the weapons one. I did the, um, the gadget one, but I did not do the sneaking one. Okay. Um, but after that, you 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 start getting your actual missions, uh, and your first mission is, which we should go ahead and mention that the the opening fucking cutscene, um, was a um, was it was it just a commercial airline? Yeah, it looked like a yeah. passenger. Yeah, passenger plane. it was a passenger plane get shot down by uh, some missiles. Uh, these missiles happen to be um. Uh, distributed, uh, created and distributed by a company called Haltech. Halback. 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 See, I can't remember half these damn names. There's so many names <laughs> to remember in this game. Halback. Um, it's a weapons dealer, uh, a United States weapons dealer. And um, Alpha Protocol is working with Halback to figure out who took these missiles. How they got them, and do they have any more? So they send in Michael Thornton uh, to check them out, and the first stop is Saudi Arabia. Um, Saudi Arabia, it, it, it's so weird. It seems like the the longest opening sequence I've ever seen to a game, because you had the training, all this uh, stuff. But then the game doesn't really start until after Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so I'm waiting for after, like, oh, you're a rogue agent. Oh, and then the title card appears. And I was like, damn, that's the longest title card I've ever seen. That's like, what, <laughs> two, three hours into the game? Yeah. The title card? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, we go to Saudi Arabia. We do some investigations. Uh, we first uh, check out an airfield um, and plant some bugs to figure out um, exactly if there's any other sales going down, uh, we find out that there is a armed dealer there. Um, oh man, Nasri, Nasri, Nazir, 
I think so. That's the arms dealer, right? Yes. Okay, he's not the leader of Al Samad. Isn't that yeah. Shahid? Yeah, that's Shahid. Shahid. Yeah. Um, Al Shahid. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, so that, that we get our first choice whenever we go to interrogate the arms dealer to find out where he got the uh, the weapons or the the missiles themselves. Um, did you? I let the guy go. I'll say right now, I let everybody go in hopes that they'll be able to help me out later. <laughs> this is this is about true for me too. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there are benefits to just offing people, uh-huh. but uh, I will say about ninety percent of the time, letting people go has overall, you know, better benefits overall in, in, in the long term. Right. Not in the short I, term, but yeah. Yeah. I figure if anything bad goes down, uh, I'll have enough other people to help me. If any one person goes against me <laughs> but at the same time there's some rather serious ramifications to the idea you're letting this basically mass murderer slash peddler of these extreme you know killing tools go for some you know money and some possible benefit to the future that you don't know about so it's kind of interesting that we're driven to act a certain way thinking that we might get something better in the future without really knowing so yeah, and I'll say it's not real clear exactly what's going to happen when I make some of these decisions. Trust me, I know. A lot of these things are ambiguous, and we will get into that. Like, I specifically wanted to let him go, like, with knowledge from Alpha Protocol to say that, you know, we'll use this guy later in some kind of operation. But I wasn't sure if I was making the choice to let him go and take a personal bribe. And, like, I wasn't sure if I was asking him to pay me off or if I was, with Alpha Protocol's consent, using him uh, later on. I see what so, you mean, right. I mean, those are total, two totally different ideas. Whether that early, I'm going to start saying, yep, I'm just going to get my money, and then I'm going to live out, live my life out on a beach somewhere, or if I'm still working within Alpha Protocol. And, like, some of these, like, huge decisions, I wasn't really sure exactly what I was doing. Yeah, I totally mm-hmm. bribed the guy. He gave me money, and then he ran off, and then he led Alpha Protocol to where the missiles are. <laughs> right now, was that your money or is that Alpha Protocol's money? That was that's my money. I extorted money from him so I could use it to buy new weapons and intel. Yep. So, yeah, I did that to him. Um, uh, let's see here. I'm trying to imagine what else. Um, there is um. A mission where you have to, to uh, investigate a weapon stockpile. Uh, you don't have any like choices here, really. Uh, but there are a few things that can actually change up how a, a, the next few missions go down. And is uh, it, if there's the part where you have to go down to the cells, I think. I think this is the one. I may be wrong. I think that's right. Yeah. yeah. And if you go and investigate the cells, you can actually acquire uh, some intel and some more money. Because apparently everybody's just carrying around grands. <laughs> and leaving it laying out everywhere. Yeah. Yes. So I'm going to the bathroom. Let me leave six grand laying on the table. <laughs> oh, but um, after that we decide we're going to have to uh, intercept Shaid. Shaid. Um, and we find out that there is another shipment of the missiles uh, being uh, shipped as we speak, so we need to hurry. 
Um, but before, I think, is this the, the Shahid ones whenever I bluff, you can bluff the uh, the guards to let you in? Or is it uh, with the, the arms? The bluffing one was really early. So I think it, that, was, that was Nasir's mission. Okay, so, yeah, I bluffed those guys. Yeah. Um, yep. It didn't really help because I still set off the alarms. Well, actually, by bluffing, you skip, like, the first part of that mission where you got to sneak into the place. Right. So even though you set off the alarm, you basically skip maybe five, ten minutes of sneaking around and punching dudes in the face. Gotcha. So, yeah, just by a dialogue. Okay. Um, but, yeah, uh, but when we find out we got missiles being shipped, we need to find them now. Uh, and Shahid is here in the city. We need to get him, stop him. They, they, Alpha Protocol is basically saying we need to kill him, take him out. I mean, he's the leader of what they, what is a known terrorist organization. So, um, there's a really big mission where we have to uh, infiltrate his area, his meeting area, his meeting spot, uh, and where he's going to be transferring these missiles. Uh, you know, I'm skipping a lot of shit. I'm skipping a lot of sneaking around and shooting guys in the head and stuff. <laughs> right. Uh, because, you know, this that's just boring. But um, when we finally... Shahid, Shahid... I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Saeed, Shahid, um Tries to escape. And we decided we're going to have to cut him off. So we... But the problem is he's got one of his big bodyguards. And uh, he's, he's waiting for us at the ambush point. Uh, which is where we get our first, I guess, big boss fight. Um, at this point, I had no skills in anything except pistols and sneaking. <laughs> uh, so I had to just throw a bunch of grenades at this guy. And um, I died probably about two or three times. But Hey, that's not bad at all, actually, being a pistol specialist. Yeah, you know, I've, I've put so many points into the pistol specialist that it's kind of like... Dark Souls and Demon Souls, where I kind of exploit the game. Yes. I kind of wait for they for them to get like stuck on a piece of the environment, and they kind of just walk in place for a minute. And it gives me enough time for my pistol to zoom in and pop them in the head once. Um, but I have I have enough points into my pistols to where I can be in full cover, and like getting ready to blind fire, and I will be able to actually aim like I'm aiming down the sides. Yeah, with the with the reticle zooming in. Yeah, and it, if you actually use the the chain shot skill that pistol comes with, uh, it's fantastic. It's yeah, popping, being able to pop someone in the head five times in a row <laughs> <laughs> without stop is an incredible amount of damage if you can get it off. This is very true. Yeah, I've been using a lot of that, and I've been using you know, and eventually I started putting points into assault rifles, um, but not until after I was already in Moscow. Mm. But not until it was after two. It was too late. Uh, so um, we we cut him off. He's in a like an APC kind of thing. We blow it up with a rocket launcher, three rocket launchers actually. Which apparently you can't reload a rocket launcher after shooting it. Yeah. And um, he gets out, and he's begging us to let him go. So. Matt, you let him go, obviously. Yeah, I let him go. I want all the allies I can get. Even though he's basically Bin Laden, you let him go. 
<laughs> They're not all gonna double cross me. I hope. <laughs> well, he, he. I mean, yes, there's some faulty information, but he did use a missile to blow up an American airliner full of passengers. You, you know, yes. that's that. That is very true, and I was thinking about that because, but you know, because. He started mentioning like, "Hey, you know, Alpha Protocol is not what it seems, as well as uh, Halback." Um, and he keeps claiming, "I did not steal these weapons; they were sold to me." Um, so I kind of wanted to believe him, and he acts like he's been betrayed by, you know, his people too, and he's misunderstood. Which don't get me wrong; I think this guy's a complete asshole, and he needs to die. But I'll kill him later, right? Kind of right. deal. Yeah, I found him easy enough once. I'll find him again. <laughs> okay. And I'll be like level twenty by then, I assume. <laughs> you just like you're totally like taking on the the Jack Bauer persona. Oh yeah. It's my just... my Michael Thornton is kicking down doors with like a an assault rifle in each arm. <laughs> Blasting anybody who comes wow. to the That sounds I'm more like Don Rambo. <laughs> Incredible. In my this is my third playthrough of Alpha, Alpha Protocol, and I've never played that way. <laughs> never played Guns Blazing? <laughs> never. But that sounds pretty entertaining in itself, too, actually. That's, that's cool. Well, it's definitely going to give a different perspective, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like I'm totally not doing that. I'm trying to be sneaky, and I'm trying to get information from people. But anyway, so I let him go. We all let him. Did you let him go, Jay? Yeah, but I did it for a very specific reason you guys don't know about yet. Okay. <laughs> Well, I um I did let him go, and um, right afterwards, uh, we get a call saying, "Hey, you need to get the hell out of there. There is uh, an airstrike coming right now." Um, which is not really an airstrike. It's actually they they were just launching missiles, right? Um, well, I mean, it's, it's an airstrike if they're you know. Coming from the air. Coming from yeah, the air. Okay, <laughs> sure. I was just thinking if it was like a bomber or something like that, or you know, but um, they're they're coming to basically destroy all evidence and anybody who may have known about this operation. Um, luckily, Michael escapes, um, and uh, is um considered dead to the public, but. Alive and well to Alpha Protocol and the government, and has also been labeled a rogue agent. I thought even Alpha Protocol thought he was dead. Um, no, he because, was labeled as rogue, um, basically. Because I thought Mina, Mina said that there was somebody, like there was a mole or something, so they had to hide him, basically. That's why she, I thought that's why she's the only one that contacts you from Alpha Protocol after this. No, but other the, other people do too. Darcy contacts you and says, "Hey, I'm searching for you." Yeah. And I'm going to kill you if I find you. So it's like Alpha Protocol knows that he's alive after well, not not immediately, but soon enough to the point where they're able to send someone to hunt him down. Yeah. For being rogue. Matt? Matt? Okay. <laughs> Did we just blow your mind or something? Yeah, I, I don't know why I thought it was a different situation. Yeah, I totally got an email from Darcy saying he's hunting me. Yes. And will kill me if he has to. Hmm. And I'm sure he'll be very glad to do that after we shot him in the balls. Mm-hmm. 
He's a. I wish I could have responded back to that one, as <laughs> a, as a as a suave guy. So you, uh, you got to take me out for drinks first, or something like that. But uh, I, I do have to mention Michael Thornton. Whoever plays him is doing a real well, good job. Yeah, I think he 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 does a very good job, and it's like even if you're you you want to be intimidating, or or just professional, he still says things. That are kind of like this nonchalant manner. Uh, to me, Michael Thornton, the character, is basically three shades of asshole, right? So you have the suave asshole, you have the aggressive asshole, or you have the professional asshole. Right. He's always kind of got that disposition where he doesn't really care all that much about the situation, even when he's trying <laughs> to care. And he's just got that attitude about him. Yeah. And that's interesting because you don't really see a lot of characters portrayed that way. This is true. He just uh, and and I really like that about him. I like him, and and the way he he has his his character interactions with other people. It's um it's very interesting, and I really that that's one of the shining points of this game, to me. Um, let's see here. So, at this point, he basically has only one person on his side. Mina. She is um, helping him without Alpha Protocol knowing she still works for Alpha Protocol. And um, she's trying to keep all this secret while still trying to help out Michael. Because she knows the truth. Uh, and so he, Michael decides he needs to, 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 in order to, I guess, clear his name, he needs to figure out who the mole is. Um, not just the mole, but on top of that, basically, it was Hellbeck that tried to kill him. Yeah, they it were tra- they were trying to yeah. do a whole big cover up to keep from this getting out to the press and ho- this making this like a big international incident where you know Hellbeck's like this evil corporation that makes you know basically what St- Stark Industries was before Stark Industries turned good. Yes, precisely. So, mm-hmm. um. So it's, you know, they, they wanted to cover up this whole thing. Umbrella Corporation, perfect example. The Umbrella <laughs> Corporation. So, uh, and um, he wants to figure out who is behind all this. He knows Halbeck is, but who's really behind Halbeck. Uh, wants to clear his name and take down the guys who framed him for this. Um, so he has some information. He knows that there is arms dealers. There's two arms dealers that he can go check out. One will be in Rome, and one will be in Moscow. And I don't know what's in Taipei. Lots of uh, Asian people. Okay. All right. Uh, some something is in something is there that that he needs to check out. Unfortunately, I can't remember what it is. There's a there's an assassination attempt on someone important that he needs to look into. There you go. Thank you. Uh, and so that's that, those are his three leads. So at this point, the players can choose where they want to go. And we all decided uh, we should at least stick together as far as where we go, so that way we don't spoil things for everybody. And so we all decided to go to Moscow first. Yes. Where we deal with... Oh, man... <laughs> Other secret agencies, the KGB and the mob. <laughs> so we, we we piss off a lot of people here. <laughs> or in or in my case, 
I piss off one person and everybody else kind of likes me. So, <laughs> uh, but the first, the first thing we, uh, we do when we get there is obviously, uh, Mina's still with us. She's, she's going to be our handler for obviously most of this stuff. Um, and you know, and the, the cool thing is it, it's, it's kind of dynamic on how you want to approach missions and when to approach missions. You don't have to do anything in order really. Uh, but uh, and and part of that is because something that you do in one mission may affect the other mission, and that's very apparent in the Moscow missions. So uh, I kind of knew what to expect because I had done some of this before. So I went ahead and did the mission on the boat mm. because I wanted to um, I wanted to get the uh, God what was G twenty two I wanted to get them on my side. All right. Yeah. Even though I don't trust them, I yes. really don't trust that guy. Albatross. Albatross. Yeah, he just looks like an like an evil guy, and he has this assassin mute girl who's like a punk rock chick. It was using dual it's like revolver ocelot shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So um, it it. I did that mission where we had to to basically uh, f- find a guy on his yacht. Um, unfortunately, we found the guy, and he decided, I'm going to try and shoot you, so I killed him really quickly. In fact, I, I perfected, if I can even use that word, I perfect this entire level. Nobody nice. saw me, including <laughs> the guy. And so basically what I did was I snuck up behind him and choked his ass out. <laughs> nice. Uh, what did you do about those prostitutes in the boat? I, I choked them out too. <laughs> I was afraid I was afraid they I were going to like I, 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 I didn't really I didn't kill them. I, I just okay. I, I just choked them out. Um because I was afraid, I was genuinely afraid that she was going to see me and then run and tell somebody. So I was like, "Ah oh, shit." You know, so I just Sleeper hold. She's down. All right. But after even even after I got the guy, I can't remember what the guy's name is, but when when I actually subdued the boss of this level, <laughs> there was still a woman there in his bedroom. I choked yeah. her out too. <laughs> <laughs> it's no witnesses. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I wonder if they'll remember me when they wake up. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. I did that, um, and then when we come back up, uh, we have to uh, get some information from the main computer on the yacht. While we're on the main computer, the yacht gets um, invaded by another group, a bunch of mercenary-looking guys, um, and behind them is this young-looking, like, 19, 20-year-old girl um, who does not say a word to you, and thus begins a boss fight. Um, I had already leveled up my pistols, but I still didn't do anything with my damn uh, assault rifles. So I was like, fuck. And so I decided just to get real close to her, and she fucking flash kicked me in the face. <laughs> and I was like, well, I wasn't expecting that. I figured, oh, this is going to be easy. CQC her ass. No, apparently she's like Giles' cousin. Um... And knocked me out and killed me, or I don't know what happens to him. It's all and it's so annoying when he dies, because he falls. Oh, it's it's like the worst ragdoll physics I've ever seen in a video game. Okay, it's yeah. it's it's actually pretty awesome 
because I mean I did like backflips before, and I'm wondering like how many backflips can I make it before it it says game over, and I was like oh I did two that time, um and he always makes it. I think his eyes are still open when he's dying, so he's got like dead fish eyes and emotionless. <laughs> he he does. Doing, like, back... Yeah, I think so. And he just his his basic hands are just kind of shaking all over the place, and it's, it's weird looking. But yeah. And he also he always has a death grip on his gun. Yes. His, his gun never yeah. leaves his hand. So, but it's so annoying when you die because it takes forever to actually die, and then you have to sit through that fucking loading screen, and it's so annoying. And this is why I'm playing the PC version, guys. Yep. yep. Does the PC version have uh, controller support? Yeah, I'm playing with the Xbox controller. Okay, so yeah, oh, okay. I was I was afraid because I looked on Steam and it didn't say controller enabled, and I was like, ah, screw that. I was wondering how you would do the mini games. Oh um, god, yeah, yeah. What the? It's the Especially sens- the lo- the lock picking one. The sensitivity thing on the the L trigger works well on the. On the PC as well, so yep, native control support. Cool. Uh, so yeah, um, after the boss fight with her, um, you actually have the option to shoot her. Yes. And uh, of course, I didn't because uh, I don't, Michael Thornton doesn't shoot women. Uh, <laughs> Just that my mine does. Mine shoots everybody. <laughs> Except for bosses. Except for whenever. <laughs> Except hey, for people you, that might be allies. Yeah, you yes. might be able to help me. <laughs> so, uh, and she won't talk to you. He doesn't understand why. And uh, they, I there, there was a couple of things. Like, it, it automatically lets you execute her if you want to. Um, and there's a couple other things where she's, like, reaching for something. And then I, I, I kind of, like, kicked her and said, don't try it again or I'll shoot you. <laughs> and then she reached in and gave me a, um, a medallion mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, then ran off and I let her go. Um, then when you get back to your safe house, while you're talking to Mina, it gets, your feed gets hijacked and, uh, it's Albatross who is the leader of the G22. Uh, G22 is like this, um, covert ops, uh, mercenary group. They, they sound like they're straight out of like Splinter Cell or something. Yeah. These guys totally look like Splinter Cell guys. I mean, they have night vision goggles on and, you know, they totally look like Sam Fisher. And uh, he proposes that we meet. So you can choose to say, no, I'm not going to meet you. Or, yeah, sure, I'll meet you. I decided to meet him. Matt, I'm sure you did too. Yep. Jay, did you meet him? Yeah, of course. But uh, before you go into that particular, uh, well, it's, it's a mission, but it's it's all dialogue. But regardless, uh, if you actually go into your uh, the clearing house or whatever that is and then you go into intel you could buy all this information about the g22 albatross and sis and stuff like that and not only do you get information about the kind of uh, personality and disposition that they uh, respond well to you can Mm -hmm. also see that it gives you a lot of information that you can make references to while you're actually in the dialogue that gives you extra bonuses and etc and extra insight into what their actual relationship is together interesting so did you guys uh check the intel buy stuff and then go in or no i checked some of the intel i can't remember if i did it for the g22 meeting um 
damn, that's a good question. I need to start paying attention to this stuff. So you don't know the the symbolism of the the medallion that she gave you? No say, clue. Right? No. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. See, yet. basically, you're never gonna find out what that is now because you skip <laughs> looking at them. There's like a lot of little things like this that you could delve deeper into uh, and uh, see see more of what the game has to offer and the personalities that these uh, people bring. But uh, yeah, okay, go ahead. Oh, that's actually really cool. Yep. Yeah. I, I never would have never would have crossed my mind to do that. Damn, I need to start paying attention to this shit. Uh, so I decide to go meet him. We go meet him, and he proposes that we become allies. Uh, reluctantly, as he he does it, he doesn't really trust Michael. Um, but he thinks that he was wronged, and he wants to. But it, it was so weird because I I kind of remember this from whenever I played it in 2010. Um, but I, I definitely, you know, felt it now. This guy has kind of a crazy agenda. Uh, he, he's one of those patriots, almost. Like, one of those, the government has betrayed us all, and I want, he's like a, a revolutionary guy. Mm. Uh, or at least that's what he came off to me while he was talking to me. Basically, Partially, corporations run the the United States now, and you know we need to bring down those corporations, and in turn, it may bring down the United States. And the whole time, I'm thinking, you know, and I, even looking at Thornton's face, he, he's just got this look of what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> you know? So I, but I I decided, yeah, I'm gonna ally with this guy. Um, and you know we went around with it. You know he was like he he appreciate he wanted to ally with us because we decided to spare his bodyguard's life, which is Sis is her name, uh, and she is a mute. She cannot speak, and so uh, he decides that he will help us and he will help us in the next mission that we have to do. Uh, but before that, we have to go check out uh, a um, weapons. Uh, place, which I did that before. I, well, no, what did I do? I did that. Then I met with him. Then I did the weapons. Then I did the the mission for. Um, no, wait, what did I do? There, there is one mission in this in this in this um in the Moscow uh, part that is basically just going and talking to a guy. That's when you go to talk to Grigory, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I did that first. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I didn't do that first. I did the yacht mission first. Then I met with him. Then I did Grigori. Then I did the weapons. I distinctly remember that because what, um, how I handled with Grigori affect my other missions. Yes, yes. I, um, when going to meet him, I did read up on his uh, dossier, and this is the guy I was talking about, where they said that. He likes a straightforward kind of guy. So I try to be straightforward with him and be professional like Jason Bourne. And he wasn't giving me what I wanted. And I was like, well, do I need to switch up my strategy here? And then X popped up and X said, break the bottle. <laughs> so I hit X. Oh, dear. And Michael okay. grabbed a vodka bottle off of the bar and smashed it against his fucking head. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it. I figured he was going to break the bottle and like kind of like hold it up to him like a knife. Kind of threat. <laughs> just, yeah. just, to just to threaten him. No, he went for the gold on that one. 
they just bash that thing over his head, and he's like, "You're gonna tell me what I want?" And then he said, "He totally told me what I what I wanted to know." But it also scared him. Yes. And he went and told the Bob that, "Hey, there's this crazy American dude running around, and he's coming your way really soon." Oh. So when I went to the train yard, the mob doubled up on their guys. Oof. Wow. So I had, a, I had a shit ton of dudes to shoot. Luckily, oh, before we even do that, I'll, I'll just say luckily, I had somebody else helping me on that mission. But anyway, what did you guys do with Gregory? Matt? I sweet-talked I sweet him. He loved me. So you, you, you did the suave thing? Was it suave? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I went real professional, and the thing is, he does really like the straightforward approach. He just won't respond to it immediately because he doesn't trust you at the beginning. But after you meet him, he'll you'll understand uh, the kind of person that he is. He's all about business. He's all about money. But at the same time, he appreciates certain like mannerisms and so to speak. And that that plays a huge part in what happens to the to the mission where you go to to uh, find Sirklov or whatever his name is. But yeah, gotcha. So then we go to the train yard. Train yard is full of mobsters and tracksuits because what kind of Russian mob are you if you're not in a tracksuit? <laughs> um, and so uh, they're they're in a fight with uh, uh, what seems like another military group, and it's a private military group. Psy, is that it? S S I E, right? Psy I don't know. Um, I don't know what it is, but it's led by this kind of Russian buxom blonde. Yeah, she's like a. She's actually German. Oh, German. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Um, need to read those dossiers more. <laughs> uh, she, but she's like I mentioned in the email. She, she kind of reminds me of like a um. God, who did I mention in the email? The, the the Red Sonia, what's her name? Bridget Nelson, hmm. German actress. Hmm. No, no, real no. tall, kind of like an Amazon woman. Kind of, she used to be buff at the at, or for a while. All right, let's go with that. Okay, sure. Okay. Um, she she reminds me of her. She's you know. And for some reason, this this gets me, and it's part of what what makes me reminds me that it's a game. Everybody in their dossier photos are wearing the exact same fucking clothing and accessories as they are in real life. It's like that's what <laughs> yeah. they, it's like that it's what they always wear. <laughs> so she's hey got, man, making character models is money, okay? But obviously, yeah. can't even palette swap it. No, Thanks, Subsidian. Never. So she's uh, she's got a beret and these sunglasses that are pink, and uh, she's carrying this gigantic like M60 machine gun, um, and she really likes a bad boy. Oh yes, she likes the Jack Power type. She likes Matt Quinn, is what she likes. <laughs> and uh, she uh, she didn't like me at first. Well, she was okay with me, but my sweet talking her got Mina a little upset. <laughs> this is yes. true. Yeah, it starts affecting other people the way you act to other things. God, this is insane. I'm like, now that we're getting into like the intricacies of how this all works, I'm like, this game is pretty fucking genius. 
This this is one of the deepest games people have never played. Exactly. It's straight up, yeah. It's nuts. I'm like now that I'm thinking about it. So like, not only do you have to worry about liking, like getting somebody to like you, but getting somebody to like you may piss off somebody that already likes you. <laughs> it's nuts. So yeah, she's she. I I didn't really sweet talk her. I I went with the the mean approach, which once again you have the choice of just fighting her right away. Yep. And it, and if you do that, I guess a boss fight happens. Yep, basically. Ugh. I, like I, I didn't fight her. I, I obviously, inti- I, I used intimidate, but she fucking loved it. <laughs> so, um, I guess she just likes it when when people are mean to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we decide to team up for this mission. She says, "As long as you don't shoot my guys, we won't shoot you." And I'm like, "All right, we're good with that." Uh, we, the mission is go find these weapons. And do something with them. Needless to say, we fight a bunch of mobsters, kill a bunch of guys. I remember in 2010 when I first did this mission, um, I accidentally shot one of her guys. <laughs> well, then that just ruined that because then they hate me. All of them hate me. So I had to fight a bunch of guys. But luckily I didn't blind fire and hit a guy on accident. Um we find we find the uh, the weapons, and we have a choice of either destroying them or rerouting them. Uh, I destroyed them. Matt, oh. what did you do? I rerouted them. Ah, and Jay rerouted them. I need the money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I destroyed them. I don't know. When there's why. money and weapons later on. I'm taking full advantage. Mm-hmm. I also double dipped on the money, and then told Gregory to be like, "Give me more money. I gave you a lot of stuff. Come on." And then gave me more money after he gave me some money, so it was great. Yeah, yes. that that guy's not gonna talk to me anymore. Yeah, after breaking a bottle on his head and threatening his life, yeah, probably probably not so great. <laughs> he just decided I'm just gonna stay in hiding. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we um, I destroyed him. I was, I, I, truth be told, it was kind of like in a rush. I think I was still kind of in a firefight at the time, and I was talking. And I was like, fuck, just, just destroy him, fuck it. I did that, and they, they blew up, and I think a couple of guys got caught in the explosion. I was like, okay, I took out a couple of guys. So not all was lost. And um, there is a somewhat of a boss fight here, but I don't think... If, to me, it was really simple. It was kind of like the, the leader of the, the, the mob... Oh yeah, that was, that guy was nothing. Yeah, yeah. Dimitri, yeah. I think was yeah. his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looked like they they set it up like a boss fight, but it almost doesn't even feel like it is one. He looked exactly like the rest of the clones that were running around there. Right, but he's got like a health bar, like a boss, right? Yeah, right. he had a health bar like a boss that was on the yeah. top of the screen, and yeah. I just I shot him like a regular guy, and he died. And I'm like, well, that was fucking easy. Yeah, I so. thought I was missing something. <laughs> I thought, it, yeah, I thought I, the, the game had glitched or something. And I was like, well, maybe maybe it counted extra damage. I don't care. But he died, and then that mission was over. Uh, but before that mission ends, what's the what, what, what's Olga, Olga's name? Z. Z? Is yeah. that her name? Yeah. Okay. She, uh, she says goodbye to us one more time, and you actually have the, um, the option of starting a fight with her then. So, no, I flirted. So yeah, I, I did too, and it pissed her off. <laughs> really? You gotta, you gotta be the bad boy, man. You yeah, gotta, you got, yeah, you gotta be the bad boy. Oh, she loved it when I 
flirted yeah? with her. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. So she, and then, you know, we, we, I could have stopped her and uh, I didn't. I let her go. Um, so at this point, I have a military, private military company, a covert operations group who is like insane about taking down the government multiple uh, uh, people wanting to kill me but still talking to me a rogue kind of like a rogue agent for alpha protocol on my side I have all these people in the balance and I still don't know what the hell to do it's crazy now that I actually sit here and think about it, because I'm just like, I'm just going with the flow while I'm playing. But now that I actually sit back and look, I'm like, wow, I don't know what the hell's going to happen. And when I started thinking about it, I was like, somebody's going to fucking betray me. I have a feeling it's going to be G22. And I'm like, well, but there's. But, but what, what if you never met with G22? What if you never met allies with them? How would yeah, they like, what if you fixed? killed Sis initially? Exactly. Yeah, they did not have a big-ass target on my head right now. You you would, certainly. But that's what I'm saying. If you did not involve yourself with... If, what if you fought Z? What if you didn't ally with them? Uh, what if you didn't ally with G22? What if you were truly alone? So, basically, a lot of games give you the illusion of choice, right? Yeah. Kind of make it look like you have actually a say in the matter. But in this game, you really do. Yeah. Things go dramatically different depending on the things that you decide to do and not do. Yeah. So that that that's one thing that makes me almost want to hurry up and get to the second playthrough. Because <laughs> hyp- hypothetically, if every decision I make was the decision that the game was going to make for me, like I I could think I was you know I could play it could be a linear game. And and I just happen to think I was making decisions that affected something when they don't. Uh, yeah, having having played this uh, multiple times, I'll tell you that's not true for this one. Yeah, and that's why that's right. why makes it special. But but until I see what the actual alternatives mm-hmm. are, I don't know how far they stretch. Okay, fair enough. You know because I, you know this is the game the way I played it. That's all I know at, at this point. Yeah, you have so to I'm, you you have to reach the end to see how different it can possibly be. Yeah, I'm really yep. interested to see what I, and I'm exactly I'm gonna go almost completely the opposite. I'm gonna piss off everybody, execute everybody, and do it selfishly next time, <laughs> just to see what happens when I'm completely on my own instead of now where I'm building up like a world's worth of armies. <laughs> so, um, after that, we get the next big story mission. Uh, going to the uh, U.S. Embassy in Moscow to, uh, I guess, he's not being held captive. He's hiding out. But I don't know from who. I guess the mob? Um, I'm not sure from who exactly, but he has supposedly wronged some people. And he has a target on his face right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's got a lot of enemies. Well, see, oh, he, yes. he wasn't he like an ex KGB guy um, who went legit and supposedly decided, right. Supposedly yeah, supposedly went to legit and made like a couple of corporations and owns his own business now. Yeah. Um, so he's he's obviously got his hands in some things, and so he's at the U.S. Embassy, kind of hiding out. Well, he also has information on these weapons, and he wants to fi- and Michael wants to find out. What he knows. 
So on this mission, uh, you have the option of having G-22 come with you and help you on this mission, or you can do it solo. Uh, I chose to have G-22 come mm -hmm. with me. Actually, yeah. you could also have Z come with you, too. This is true. Yes, they, they gave you the, uh, the option for the private military company. Yep. Um, so I, I chose with G-22, um, mainly because my reputation with him is better. He trusts me. Okay. Um, and so he came with me, had some of his guys help me out, but those guys didn't last too long. Yeah. <laughs> I thought these guys were supposed to be badass Sam Fisher types. Well, he tells you at the beginning that he's not not able to send in much. Yeah. Well, most of his uh, help has come, you know, as his handler, opening up doors and stuff like that, and giving you information about how to handle certain things, but that's about it. Yeah. So while we are infiltrating uh, the embassy, it goes under attack almost immediately. And um, I don't know who is attacking. Um, and in fact, I don't even think Michael, like in the game, Michael doesn't know who's attacking. Just somebody is obviously trying to get to this guy before us. Uh, actually, they revealed the information if you look into the, the dossier. It's actually uh, Z's people. I think it's the VCI or something like that. Oh, so the that VCI. Right mm -hmm. okay. VCI, is the VCI part of Z's people? Uh, yeah, that's her group, I, right? I, I, I think thought that so. was Psy, S-I-E. Yeah, that's that's the person's name, and yeah, that's the her group name. is VCI. I, oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. So, so if if I'd have chose Z's group, you would have made a frontal assault on the place. Okay, but it but 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 would would the infiltration or would the bad guys be Albatross's guys? I I think so. That's how I played it the first time. I think. Okay. Okay. Well, um. So I'm I'm trying to take out those guys, sneaking around those guys to reach the uh, this guy that I'm trying to interrogate. I can't remember his name. Sirkov. 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 Yep. Um. Finally reach him. Um. And I tell him I'm going to get him the hell out of here because obviously we can't hang around. Uh. At this point, and we and it's all about escaping. We have to obviously go up to the top and. Uh, disable some security systems, then come back. Um, and this was the part that made me return the game back to Gamefly. <laughs> Surkov obviously has a death wish. Yes, he does. This guy does not give two shits if you have two machine guns. If you're akimbo these machine guns and shooting them directly at you, he will say, hey, you know what? Let me step right in front of you. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying. Like, I, even today, I did this part today, and I was so pissed. As I knew this was coming up, I was like, fucking game. And he died. I'm, I swear to God, I, I reloaded a checkpoint. He was dead within five seconds. I had, I had not even <laughs> made it to where I could start shooting people yet. And he was You're talking dead. about the scene where right when you go outside? Yes. Yeah, the very yeah. end. Yeah. And so and the, the the big problem is is not only do I have to deal with these people, I also have to deal with the United States Army. 
Well, you don't have to. You don't have to, but they're shooting at me too. Um, actually, no, they're shooting at the. Actually, they wouldn't be shooting at you if you never engaged them in the first place. Kind of like how uh, these people were in the train yard. So they wouldn't be attacking you if you never attacked them in the first place. Well, they shit. would be attacking the other. <laughs> They make a huge deal about it after the mission's over. Oh, trust me, I know. Killed. Yeah, <laughs> I know. See, this is why that, I want everybody back. to be my friends. Oh, yeah, that yeah, definitely that... comes back. Oh. That comes back in a big way. Oh yeah, um, it's um, so yeah, I shot Americans <laughs> who were who were just trying to protect somebody. Huh. They shot at me. It was uh, either me or them, and killing's dirty work, but I had to do it. So. I shot them, and I shot the bad guys, and finally I saved it. It, it was so bad because I, I actually beat it, and it popped up uh, objective complete. But then I got shot as it popped up, Ooh, and it no. didn't save. I was like, fuck you, game. Oh, my God. I got to do this again. Oh, and it took like three more tries. <laughs> yeah, I had so almost annoying. the same thing happen, but I had just like cleared the last person, I think, or I thought. And then... A grenade that happened to be right under Surkov happened to go. <laughs> oh no! Oh. <laughs> I was just about to turn to him and start cheering, and then I'm like, oh, "You gotta be kidding me!" So that happened, um, but yeah, I um, and I totally forgot to mention there is a whole, a totally separate thing to what we're doing. Uh, is that this is all being told by Michael uh, in an hmm. interrogation? From another man. Yeah. So he's basically telling a story. This the entire game is just this story that he is telling this guy in an interrogation room. Very Dragon Age two esque, isn't yes, it? Yes. Yes. Or very Alpha Protocol esque. There you <laughs> go. Yeah. Alpha Protocol fame first. Yes. Yeah. Um. So uh, yeah, they um. And and like I said, with the with the uh, shooting the uh, United States Army guys. Uh, in the interrogation scene, he actually brings that up, and you can choose to, you know, be dismissive or be apologetic or, or, or just be a cold-hearted asshole. Um, I was apologetic about it. Um, it's like oh, I didn't mean to. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, gun went off. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything for you guys, but. Uh... Near the end of the game, there's a culmination of all your choices you made. Not just from the dialogue, but how you acted within the game. Like, the fact that you killed Americans is going to have an effect on whether you can get away with what you have done and as a rogue agent, scot-free and stuff like that. Like, a lot of, a lot of little things that you would think is insignificant as, like, a kind of a note or mention that a character does will become a part of the ending in the end. So you, you should think carefully. On, on what you do. I'm sure, I, like, the minute I shot a guy and it said Mina minus one, I was <laughs> like, I fucked up somewhere. And then I, start, then I started realizing, oh, I'm shooting these American guys. But then it was then it was to a point where I have to shoot these guys because now they're shooting at me. Yep, yep. But this is exactly the kind of game where I don't want to, like, restart a checkpoint and be like, no, I didn't mean yes. to shoot that guy. Yeah, like, don't, I don't want, that. just like in Mass Effect, I want this to be a game where if I make a mistake, I'm going to live with it. Okay, first off, right. don't don't bring that bullshit up because Mass Effect 2, Thane died in my Mass Effect 2 ending, and he went out like a bitch, and I did absolutely nothing wrong. 
So fuck that shit. Well, if, he's, if he's dead, he's dead. That, it, that's your story. But, it, but th- there was nothing I did that fucked it up. That's the thing. It was just like these like the locust thing just came and eat him apart, and we just walked away. I'm like, well, fuck that shit. So I had to restart it. <laughs> well, I mean, well, Dan's gonna lot, die anyway. Lost so a lot better. of good men in Mass Effect too. <laughs> so, still, I, I had I had to have him, you know, just because. It's all right. Alpha Protocol's better. Oh. Moving on. Oh, Jesus, you, you better be glad nobody listens to this show. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, yeah, so um, after that, you know, and and I can tell that this is uh, that me shooting Americans is obviously going to have a big impact on my ending, and and not just my ending, but just the rest of the game. I'm sure this will come up multiple times. Um. And it's like, and the, the, that's part of it, you know. Like, especially with with that uh, debriefing at the end, where you can scroll and look at everything that you did. Man, that thing was like a page and a half long of just everything that I did, and like all the the quote unquote bad stuff that I did was in red. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I did too much bad stuff. This is not good, you know. See, and, but I think that is good. That that that's what makes it yes. gives your story some texture. It may give my story some texture. But just because I fucked up playing the game doesn't mean that I didn't want Michael to fuck up, you know? <laughs> it's one of those, fuck, I didn't mean to do that. And it's like, well, you got to live with it, but I didn't mean to do it. <laughs> you know? It's, it's one of those. But, I mean, that's what makes it a game instead of a movie, right? I mean, if, if everything just went perfectly, you might as well just watch the movie of Alpha Protocol. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. Eh, fuck it. I'm I'm not restarting. So yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're going with this. I killed Americans, and he feels bad about it. Um, but the the, the final mission uh, would be uh, infiltrating uh, this uh, mob leader. Somebody help me with his name. See, I wanted to call him Braytech, but that's from Stargate. Okay. Uh, Braco. Braco. Yeah. Braco. Braco. Yeah, because I remember I, I kept saying Drago, <laughs> Drago. Yeah, because he kept getting on my nerves. Um, and this yeah, fight, he got on my nerves quite a bit too. In this oh, boss oh, fight. oh yeah, uh-huh. holy hell! Uh, I made a tweet about this, but uh, it it really pissed me off. But anyway, um, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this mission. Um, the first thing is we're trying to infiltrate there. He has data about the weapons and possibly a buyer and a seller for these uh, these weapons. Yeah, because uh, Surkov tells you that Brako's the one that's actually involved with uh, Halbeck, right? Yeah, I don't know if they're... Yeah, yeah. He's, he's involved with Cause Halbeck. He said, yeah, because Surkov says, I used to be involved with Halbeck, but I'm not anymore. Yeah, he went Brako, legit. Yeah. So you need to go kill him. Uh, did you guys interrogate him Jack Bauer style, or did you kind of talk to him regularly? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he pulled a gun on me. Surkov did? Yeah. See, he did inform Matt and me, because yeah. we did not did that to did, uh, hurt Grigori. Now, oh, Grigori yeah. thinks we're cr- you're crazy, and he told the, <laughs> told uh, Surkov, you know, that, like, this guy tried to straight up murder me, yeah. and now Surkov is rightfully scared of you. Yeah. But After it, I saved yeah. his ass, he pulls a gun on me. Yeah. Huh. yeah. And he's Surko, 
Surkov said, "Here's a truckload of cash for saving my life. Thank yeah, you." Yeah, yeah, no, he didn't do that. He uh, he pulled a gun out on me and said, hey, "Put your hands up," and huh. then I then I promptly hit X and punched him in the fucking face and took the gun <laughs> away from him, and then said, "Sorry, I don't like guns being pointed at me." And so, and then he he proceeds to tell me, "All right, here's the deal. <laughs> here's what because now I have a gun on him." <laughs> So, uh, and he tells me what I want to know, but then he also, I think he kind of trusts me because he comes up, he says, I, he said, I, I may be wrong, but I kind of trust you. And then I meet him later on at his office mm-hmm. in my outfit, you know, I, and that was, I started thinking about that cause I showed up at the embassy and I'm like, how does Michael get from where he, he is at in his safe house to the embassy? Is he driving just in, nonchalantly in a car with this battle gear on with a machine gun strapped to him? <laughs> or did he walk all the way there? If he's walking there, people are always going to see him. <laughs> so it's well, just... well, actually, this is Moscow, so that's casual wear over there. So it's, yeah. it's very normal. It's I got gotcha. you. Yeah. It's just personal defense wear. Everyone carries around AK-47 strapped to their back. It's normal. And, and a dashboard cam, just in case. Of course. So, um, but, but yeah... Uh, he he gives us the information. We need to go check out this young, eccentric mobster about working for Halbeck or working with Halbeck on uh, these weapons. He has this gigantic mansion, which for some reason I hit the dialogue. Like I did this weird like dialogue tree thing where he said the exact same information but reworded it twice. So like he has this mansion up outside of town. Uh, and then I start. I keep talking to him for a little while, and then Thornton asks, "Okay, where's he at again? Put it in this PDA." He's like, in the, "He's in this mansion outside of town." I'm like, "Fuck! I already know this information." So it, it was weird how that happened, but anyway, we go to the mansion. More guys in tracksuits. Yep. Um, but there is um, two things that we can do. We have our first choice is when we for, infiltrate the mansion itself, we have a choice of either surveillancing him or surveillancing where the data might be. Um, I chose to surveillance him. Uh, I went data first because I thought he would be the boss fight and I wanted to save him for the end. Well, I kind of figured he would be the boss fight, but for some reason I chose him. Uh, So when I surveillanced him, I found out he was uh, not only interrogating somebody, he was torturing somebody. Oh. Um, and uh, as I continue, she's, th- that's all Mina says is I, he's torturing somebody. We don't know what he, who it is, um, but she's going to keep an eye on him. I go kill some more guys, make it a little further into the mansion. She calls me again and says, hey, I think he has somehow kidnapped Albatross and is, is beating the hell out of him and torturing him to death. Did you choose to infiltrate the place with uh, G22's help, or no? Uh, it just automatically did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. G22 came with me. I had no... Yeah. If you if you chose to go with, uh, let's say, Z's group and uh, Sturkov's mission, mm-hmm. then you would have her there with you. Okay. Instead of Albatross. Okay. Um, so he... Uh, is it Albatross or Albatross? Albatross, like the, the yeah. bird. Okay, Albatross. For some reason, I kept thinking Star Fox. I was like, no, that's Andros. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, um, 
So he is actually torturing Albatross in some room somewhere. Uh, so I, I decide to go after him. You have the big choice of, you want to take this data? If you take the data, he will probably kill him or he will rat you out. So I was like, ah, shit. So I decided to go after him and save Albatross yeah, and fuck the data. Yeah, same. So I, um, and so we fight our way to uh, where he is, um, or where he was. He ran off, apparently. Uh, I guess when he heard the fighting or whatever, uh, we untie Albatross. He's beat all to hell. He escapes. Thanks you for helping him. Uh, and then we go after him. And cut to 1980s dan- <laughs> dance floor with autographs, turn up the radio playing. Was that the song that was playing? Yeah. So it's a real song, right? Not that, that, is totally, that is totally a real 80s hair band song. Okay. Yeah. All right. I have that song on my iPod. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he, um, and begins the most insane boss fight I've ever seen so far. Yes. Oh, God. So he has dual machine guns. Not only are they machine guns, they're golden machine guns. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, he has an insane amount of health. On top of that health, he has body armor. Um,. And he also has this magical cocaine that when he snorts it, it replenishes his fucking body armor. And it also makes him go nuts and chase you down with a knife. Yep. But after about four or five tries of trial and error, I had his pattern down. Ah, okay. Very, it's actually a very simplistic pattern. Yeah, I, I probably died a good 15 times here. Wow. Um, that's where your that's where your seven hours goes into, Matt. <laughs> uh, I didn't have that problem. I probably died maybe six times at the most, and two of those times was probably me fucking up because this is where I realized, oh, the camera doesn't show me where I'm moving; it just shows me what I'm looking at. Um, because uh, it, it, it's one of those things where if you're running full sprint and you touch even a pixel of something, you stop dead in your fucking tracks. That's not good whenever you have a cocaine hide fucking <laughs> switchblade wielding fucker on your ass. So, um, but his pattern was basically to begin with, he's going to be up on stage. Apparently, you're hiding from him because he can't see you. I pop him twice in the head with my pistol, then I switch to my assault rifle. At this point, I've been putting points into my assault rifle. And I had the the, the ability to where it kind of slows down time slightly, and it automatically locks onto the person. Yes. um, Which comes in handy. Uh, You still have to wait for the reticle to zoom in a little bit for that more accuracy, but you're always going to be shooting in that direction. Um... And so he's on the stage uh, and shooting at you. He runs between uh, speakers back and forth. You damage him enough. He takes a snort of the cocaine, jumps down, starts chasing you with his knife. If he catches you, you are guaranteed to get hit three times, and that is going to hurt. The first hit takes away all your body armor. 
The second hit takes off health, and the third hit takes off health and pushes you back. Um, after he chases you down, uh, if you run away from him, he'll try and chase you down. He gets tired. He goes to his knees. That's when you need to unload on him. Uh, then he throws a smoke bomb down. I don't know what the fuck it is. He has, like, spotlights blind you. Yeah. Um, and then he appears somewhere else, um, usually on a balcony, and he starts shooting at you again. But the big difference is he has his little minions and tracksuits come out and try and shoot you too. Uh, uh, does that happen every time he does the flash thing? It, it it happened every time he did the flash thing until after I got him about half health. Okay. Um, yeah, when I when I got it, when I got him half health, he it was mono a mono. He just deal, and he he alternated between. He, he didn't jump back on stage, and he didn't jump into the balconies anymore after half health. He, he just kind of ran around. He, he ran around shooting, or and then switched to the cocaine, then going to the the knife thing, and that was where I got the pattern down. Was when he pulls out his guns, fuck it, go hide. He can't hit shit. Then when he snorts the cocaine, start running, run like a madman, never let him catch you. When he runs out of breath, goes to his knees, unload on him, and eventually he will die. Mm. Just repeat the same process over and over again. Uh, what did you do, Matt? Pretty much that, but I didn't ever, I was never able to outrun him. <laughs> and I didn't know that you could outrun him until he got tired. So I mean, you, you do know you can run, right? Like, nope. If you, hold, if you hold X, he will do a run. Uh, I always hated touching X because I hate the way he snaps into cover sometimes. Right. Mm. Yeah, if you hold down X, he will do a very quick run. That will outrun him. Yeah, he he does get he does get tired though. So. Right, but I'm getting I'm getting 15% because Mina's in love with me. 15% stamina. Oh yeah, yes. Yeah. So you can run for longer, I think. Oh yeah. Have more. Yeah. Life. Yeah, I totally forgot to mention the perks. I have been unlocking perks like a motherfucker in this game. Oh, yeah. Man, you get perks for everything. It's crazy. I got a trophy for being a social butterfly. That was fun. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Jay, what was your strategy? Uh, basically, I told you that I would go around the continent a little bit, talking to people, making contacts and such, right? Right. Uh, so what right. I did is I actually went to Taipei to meet up with someone, uh, meet up with Nolan North, you know. Oh, Nolan North buddy. is in this game, of course. Yes, uh, he plays a character <laughs> called uh, Stephen Heck, right? And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the type of character he is because you guys are gonna enjoy meeting him. But by meeting with him and having him like me, I have the option to have him ship bad cocaine to Breco. So whenever he sniffs uh. this rat poison laid cocaine he actually hurts himself instead of healing himself fuck yes that's awesome yeah. that's insane i know <laughs> One, first try it wasn't even a contest he snorts cocaine gets hurt is like eh, chases me for a little bit falls down i shoot him in the face a couple times repeat like three four times and he was dead. <laughs> jesus the we, more you know i'm gonna have to start going in between places then if that's the case. Just just meeting up with the contacts themselves had benefits in the other continents. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
Damn, that's awesome. Yeah, this is pretty good. <laughs> so afterwards, after the fight, um, we have him down on the ground. Um, you guys are going to have to discuss this because I hit the fucking execute button right a fucking way. Oh, oh, you had to murder him that bad, huh? Yeah, that guy pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I, I walked up and he's just like, you know, you want a casual, you want to mock him, you want to do that. I'm like, no, I want to shoot him in the fucking face. And he didn't just shoot it. He shot him like four times. Like, doo, 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 you know, I was like, yes, he, keep he felt, he felt your rage, Drew. That he, felt it. They, he should have. So I don't know what the hell happened after that because he was dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Matt what did you do uh, obviously I let him go and he was like you know Sirkov lied to you I'm not I'm not involved basically Sirkov cut me out and he's the one that's actually deal. he's the one that's been dealing with uh, Hellback the whole time and he only sent you over here to kill me to get me out of the way not because I was involved with anything uh Yep. Well, like it, like like the trophy that popped up said, one less gangster in the world. <laughs> so wait, Drew, when you killed him and you didn't understand that he wasn't really the bad guy, how did your game continue? It, I, I, it, I never, I never got that information. Wait, did so you you're see you're, you're, Zirkov again? No. Holy shit! Really? Oh, yes. Wow. Wow. You just you just skipped the I, last boss of Moscow. Good job. No, I um, yeah, I totally shot him in the face for the first dialogue option, Oof. and then walked away. Wow! And I went back to my safe house, and it says, "Congratulations, you have completed Moscow." That's crazy, <laughs> Matt. Why don't you tell him what happened afterwards? Uh, basically, you just go back to the mansion, right? And uh. You just fight your way back up to meet Surkov. And, uh, I, I don't know. It, it was a really short mission. And uh, don't you also fight that giant bodyguard slash whatever professional fighter guy is? I did not fight him. The one that, uh... Champion chick or something yeah, like that? Yeah, champion chick. You didn't no, I didn't, I didn't fight him. Hmm, interesting. Strange. I just went and talked to Surkov, and he was... Actually, still nice. Uh. I thought that, that he was going to... I didn't actually fight him. I, there was no boss fight. <laughs> See, that's because you talked your way out of another boss fight. That's, you know, once again, another different choice. What you yeah. could, the way I kind of thought it was anticlimactic because I didn't fight him. But that's, that's what you chose, right? By your dialogue choices, you could have dis, uh, was it? You could have uh, said no to his offer, no to his deal, but you chose to take it. And then why would you have to fight if you are, you know, right. kind we're, of we're yeah. allied up? But uh, the way it could have ended up is basically you take you turn down the deal, or perhaps he's so afraid of you because you've already had this reputation of being a killer. Then you go to him. The, all these defenses are set up. You have to fight the giant freaking bodybuilder guy. Uh, and he's like a tank. He goes through like, he goes through people and walls and stuff like that, trying to kill you. And you uh, you fight uh, Surkov at, the, at, the, at like a helipad or something like that. And you have the option of having, if you let Breko go, you can have him show up and basically murder Surkov for you, <laughs> slice him up with his knife, just oh, repeatedly. Wow. 
Yeah. So you can see, so Drew completely I skipped out all on the entire mission plus all this other stuff. You just you you kind of skipped out on the boss fight. Yeah, I gained an see, ally, but missed a boss fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you could have got some other stuff. You could have had Brico as your ally instead of Surkov. You know, if, since you yeah. let him. But now he's just kind of exiled, so to speak. So you see the differences it makes. It's drastic, right? It's yeah. not just like small. It's, it's it's crazy. Jesus Christ! I had no idea. Yep. And that's the thing is like because I noticed like after blowing up, like what happened with with me was shot him, walked out of the room, walked out of the, shows me walking out of the mansion. The mansion explodes into pieces. Like he, apparently I put bombs everywhere, uh, like a badass. And um, then it cuts to him being interrogated again. And he, you know, he's asking a bunch of questions like, so you somehow went in there by yourself, killed all these mobsters, including the leader, and then destroyed all evidence of you ever being there? And you can respond with, yeah, I totally did that, or nah, I had help, or, you know, just, you can, you can say whatever you want to. And then he he did bring up the 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 question of how do you know that he was the bad guy? You know, how, how did you know he was working for for uh, or working with um, Howbeck? And there was the dialogue options of I just know or dismissive or I really don't know. And that's what I chose. <laughs> I chose. I chose. I was like, you know, I really don't know, but. And he, he even said he said that's one less one less gangster in the world. And then that was then I was back in the safe house. I saved and then I quit. I liked that specific dialogue uh, because he asked me to give up the person who was being interrogated. Yeah, he asked me that too. And I was like, nope, never saw him. Must have escaped while I was off fighting Breco. Yep. And and then he was like, are you sure? And I like bluffed him, and he's like. Gets a little shifty-eyed, and then he's like, "Never mind. Just remind me never to play poker with you." <laughs> I thought that was funny. Yeah, it's like he knows that you're lying, but he doesn't push it any farther. Yeah, you can't you can't prove anything because you didn't leave any evidence of it behind. Yeah, yeah. My um, in fact, my reputation with the guy who I can't even remember the guy's name, but the guy who is interrogating me is going up. He's liking me. Yeah. So. This is crazy. This game yeah. is crazy. <laughs> I was like, yep. I, I, I never. I was so dismissive of this game after I played it, and I was like, this is just a piece of shit. But now, like, and, and I, I, I respected the the dialogue stuff um, back in 2010, but now playing it again, and I tweeted about it. I said I have a newfound respect for Alpha Protocol, and now that we're actually sitting around talking about it, this game is fucking brilliant. It's, yep. it's so fucking yeah. sad that it's just not executed. Yeah, exactly. If if it was if it was fucking polished, if they would have actually done something to the game in those six months that it was delayed, then it might have been a, a a game everybody is talking about. It like might, if, it would have been right up there with Mass Effect. If if this game had let's say Mass Effect 2's combat and polish. Along with this incredibly deep dialogue and branching paths on how you can approach the game and how it plays out, then it would be one of the greatest games ever created. Yeah. That's how good the dialogue and everything else in between this game is. Yeah, and the voice acting's great mm-hmm. too. Yeah, it's it. Now that I'm thinking about it, this game is mind blowing to me. 
2010, man. 2010. I've never, I've never seen a game that had so many options and branching paths that, you know, and 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 I don't, I haven't, I haven't beat the game. I know you say that it, not you know, like all roads lead to the same thing, um, but if it's true that things that I did at the very beginning of the game are going to affect what happened later on and that no one ending is the same, then that's insane. That's crazy. Yeah. I'm actually really excited to play through the second half of this game. Yeah, I've never seen a game do that before, ever. That's nuts. Wow. The thing about, to me, well, what's brave about this game is that when you make a game with this many branching paths and where choices actually matter and you have very different results is that the developers have to consciously make content fully understanding that most of the players will not even be able to see it. Yeah, that's what's nice. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, if you never play it a second time, you just think it's a short game where you know you really don't know the breadth of how much other content is in there. Yeah. The only other game, I've never played it, but the only other game I've heard of doing that is The Witcher 2. Where mm. you like you make a choice at the at, you know about one third of the way through that game, and you either get one path or the other path, and you don't ever see the other path. Yep. So yeah, yeah. and it doesn't feel as binary as something like that, or say Infamous, where it's very clearly here's the good road, here's the bad road. Yeah. I, I like that there's all these shifting allegiances and. It feels more like Heavy Rain, where somebody could die, and then they're just not in the rest of your story. Yeah, there's so many like, branches. You off. You know, if you killed Sis, then you don't have G22 for the rest of the game. Or you don't have those interactions. And I yep. I, I think that's really cool. And this, uh, I, I want to see somebody... Rain, have got that right. Yeah, I, I want to see somebody just go through this entire game, just killing everybody and just being alone throughout uh, the entire game. That's what I'm going to do in my second playthrough. That, that, will, that will come up to be a complete different experience from the ones that we're having. And also, I'm looking at the Alpha Protocol wiki, and on the ending section it says, Alpha Protocol has multiple endings. So many, in fact, that we can't name them all. <laughs> and when they list the ones that are possible, it's over, like, 30 of them. Holy shit. And that's not even all of them. Yeah, so, knock yourselves out. <sighs> okay. Well, we've talked about Alpha Protocol for a good hour and a half, no, no almost two hours going on, um, <laughs> and we're we're not even halfway through this game yet. Um, yeah, I was never thinking about all this stuff until right now, so I'm kind of taken back. This is crazy, you know. The fact, the mere fact that I totally missed out on not only one boss fight but two boss fights. Uh, just because I decided, hey, this guy needs to fucking die, <laughs> you know, and I totally lost a lot of information, you know. So, and I wonder if that's gonna come bite me in the ass. You know, uh, later, later on, is that is that guy gonna come up and say, oh, it was me all along? <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll find out. Yep. Uh, we're off to uh, Rome next. Oh, the adventures we'll have at Rome. <laughs> As this, this is all new territory to me, so uh, I've made it to where I was before. So I'm legitimately excited to see what's going to happen. Yeah, me too. Me too. 
but yeah, that's um that's it for Alpha Protocol for this week. Uh, we will be back next week if everybody's okay with that. Um, I guess we'll try our best to play through all of Rome. Certainly. And then come talk about it. Um, but yeah, let me go through the whole spiel of, please, if you would, leave us a iTunes review. It greatly helps us out. We do appreciate it. If you would, you can leave us a good review, a bad review. It doesn't really matter. Uh, we will read it on the show uh, just to show you how much we appreciate it. Uh, you can also send us an email. You can send me an email, drew at ztgd.com. Uh, you can suggest games to us like Adam did. Or you can uh, tell us how we're doing. Talk to us about Alpha Protocol. I know there's a lot of people out there, especially on Twitter, um, that I follow that was big in the Alpha Protocol. It was kind of like, become this like cult classic almost. And uh, I'd love to hear you guys, uh, how you guys played through the game, You know what you guys did and what you saw. Uh, yeah, definitely let us know. Uh, and you can all follow us on Twitter. I'm at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Jay, would you please pronounce what your name is? Um, Jay Lee, right? That's the one you're referring to. Yeah, correct? no, I'm talking about your Twitter. <laughs> right, Twitter it's, uh, uh, it's Batusai J, but I can spell it out for people, I guess, if they so desire. Uh, it's B A T O U S A I J. There you go. It's a reference to the old uh, Roni Kenshin anime I used to like when I was a kid. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Well, um, yeah, but definitely you can follow us all on Twitter. Uh, we, uh, I try to stay as active as possible on Twitter. Um, I have a very boring job, so that's what I do. Um, yeah, you can uh, suggest games to us there, talk to us about Alpha Protocol or any other game that we've done. And, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I appreciate everybody listening. I want to uh, thank Matt and Jay both for coming on and playing Alpha Protocol with us. And um, we will be back next week. Uh, but until then... I am Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Jay. And we're out of here. Catch you guys next week with the continuation of Alpha Protocol.